You're listening to Ready Reset with me, your host, Chelsea Jackson. All right, guys. Welcome back to Ready Reset. What episode is this? This is episode four, I think. Four. Listen. Wow. <laughs> She's just no, It's sorry. not your show anymore. <laughs> no, truly. I don't know I what's going like on. I should have pause. Episode four. It. That's so bad. The creator doesn't even know. Yeah, um, I'm here today with Miss Jessica again. Mm. You guys remember her. Yeah. And we have someone Back new. Miss Antonia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, so yes, welcome back. Thanks for listening. And we're just gonna get right into it. So, yeah. hello guys. Hi. Hi. We'll start with Antonia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's a special feature. Yes, we'll start with you. How has your week been? I feel like it's been good. It went by very fast. It's been like a really awesome, chaotic week. That's good. Yeah. So, my first week back from Canada, um, I just got a job up there, but I came back home, and I'm trying to sort out new apartments, talking to my new uh, boss, mm. I have to think about my car registration, mm. get Canadian license, insurance, like all of that, so it's chaotic, because I have no money right now, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't really know the Canadian process, mm. but it's like a fun chaotic like I'm excited this is what I prayed for and now I get to be here in Chapel Hill with my girls so I'm thankful I feel like you don't really think or fully understand how much it takes to actually move yeah Yeah. move one but then also move to a different country that's something a lot of details that's a lot of details yeah yeah I'm very excited for you definitely gonna miss you I'm gonna miss you guys so that's why I'm thankful for moments like this yeah for sure, we can all be back together. Yeah. Because we grew up together, right. but we've gone our different ways. Mm-hmm. And now we always have a place to come back. And it's it's fun to see you guys growing and to be a part of that process with you guys. Yeah. Oh, you're going to make me cry. Sweet. All right, Miss <laughs> Jessica, you're up next. How has your week been? Wow. So my week, I think, was pretty good. Um it was it was definitely kind of like getting back into the swing of things, mm-hmm. um, like taking off a week to like go on a very like mental health wellness cruise, we'll call it. Um, and so I don't know, just kind of getting in the routine of just like being on the cruise and just being a little more carefree and just like taking advantage of just all the ways that I could kind of relax and unwind and then coming back to school and to work and all of that it was definitely another adjustment um getting my sleep schedule back (laughs) getting um just my my hustle back on um because I don't know once I'm in vacation mode I was just like just leave me in the Bahamas don't even (laughs) worry about don't even worry about bringing me back just leave me there but um this week was better like I I was able to be productive in a lot of group projects um, also started being more serious in like fitness. Mm. So I'm trying to get the gains. Mm-hmm. Shout out 2020 is all about 2022. Yikes. Whoa, I went back to 2020. <laughs> don't do that. Don't I don't want to do that. <laughs> 2022, <laughs> like we had to add the extra two on it. But yeah, I'm just trying to be more intentional with that. Um, so we'll see the progress in the next couple of months. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a, a solid week. Yeah. How's your week? My week? I don't really have much to say about my week. Like, it wasn't bad. It was pretty good. Yeah. Compared to um, the past couple weeks. That's part of the reason why I missed, what, has it been two episodes? Two weeks? Mm. I don't know. I missed a week of not putting out content, but it was just because of how I was feeling, and I just felt like I couldn't really produce or, like, create something that I'd be happy with, and I also Mm. didn't feel like I was in a space to, you know, speak to other people about what this podcast is, like, the whole reset, realign, like, reclaim type thing. Um, But this week was pretty good. I'd give it a solid, like, 8.5 out of 10. Um, It just consisted of, you know, work. And, um, yeah, I I finished a book that I had started last month. So I finally finished that. I don't know why it took me forever (laughs) to finish. What's the title? Um, Do you remember? Love and Gelato. It's a very, it's a very corny book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got it for four dollars at the bookstore I was telling you about oh. in downtown Wilmington. I don't know if I should be giving out locations. I don't think that matters. There's okay. more than one Wilmington. Yeah. Anyway, this cute little a mystery. This cute little bookstore downtown. Um, yeah, I got a, a four dollar book from there. I thought it was pretty interesting. Just like an easy, simple read type thing. But it took forever. I think because of school. Oh. Not school. Well, school work since I yeah. work at a school. That makes sense. Anyway, I finished a book. Started a new one. This one I'm reading now is called Notes to a Nervous Planet, I think. Mm, um, what is that about? Very interesting title. Don't ask me that question. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Is it like a self-help? Is it a, like a yeah, fiction? Like, it's, is it a... it's, I guess, self-help. Yeah. It's, okay. We'll classify okay, it as self-help. I heard, like, are we the nervous planet? Or are we... Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It, it just has such yeah. a very interesting title. It's like yeah. it was recommended which... by my friend Jonas. Shout out to Jonas if you are listening. Thanks, Jonas. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's that's kind of been my week. Yeah, a lot of outside time after work. That's always nice. Yeah, the weather's been great. We've said that all day today. Yeah, the weather's amazing. I feel like that actually does help with your. Like well being, mm-hmm. yeah. When, you, when you're outside and the weather is amazing, it makes me feel better. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure. Especially like the turn of the season. Yes, it's because fall. I was getting so tired of the heat. The it's best season, in yeah. my opinion. <laughs> fall and then like that transition from fall to winter. I I love that. Not winter comes and I'm just like mm, too cold. But like in between the fall in-between. and winter, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's great. Love layering. I love all the warm colors. Just like the cozy. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a good time. I couldn't do a lot in the summer because, I mean, it's so hot. You don't want to put so much on. Yeah, and you get miserable and you're just like, oh, I don't want to be outside. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that. I think we all had, collectively, we all had some pretty good experiences experiences this week. And that is always a blessing. Um, yeah, but I, I mentioned that I kind of wanted to talk about, like, self-esteem, and Jessica mentioned the whole seasonal change. Mm-hmm. We all know that seasonal depression is a thing, mm-hmm. so maybe that's, that could be, like, our little transition, transition segue type yeah. thing. Um, any thoughts on self-esteem? 
depression maybe you know dealing with anxiety being in school jessica you're still in school yeah. you switching <laughs> to a new job and moving somewhere yeah i, I think, guess me trying to figure out my life still yeah there's a lot to, all, there's a lot of transition <laughs> yeah. here and i feel like i feel like self-esteem and transitions can kind of tie in together i feel like certain phases of your life and experiences kind of bring out different things about you um helps you see your strengths but sometimes it can all also um kind of put a damper on you as far as like some things that you may be insecure about in Mm -hmm. that type of experience whatever the context is um for example you know like you know coming to graduate school or coming into a job I feel like there could be some insecurities with imposter syndrome. Like, I feel mm. like that's really based on insecurities, based on you feeling unable or um, feeling incapable, really, to to be successful or to the task. You're feeling like you're not skilled enough, like someone else should have this. I feel like that definitely kind of st- steeps into low self-esteem to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that, yeah, certain certain stages. And I know in my life... Yeah, I've gone through, like, a lot of different, like, phases of just different things I was insecure about and just having to come to terms with the fact that, you know what, like, it doesn't have to be perfect in, in my, in society's view, it's mm-hmm. perfection, um, but just accepting that. But it's yeah. hard. That's hard to do. It's so hard. <laughs> I was talking to, well, I shared in, I think, an episode that I recorded by myself that I'm working at my old academy now as a kindergarten teacher. And I'm also working with my kindergarten teacher. She's not, like, the principal and, like, not elementary, but middle school teacher. So it's fun to experience that. But I was was speaking to her about just, you know, this transition period and, like, trying to figure out what I want to do next and all of this other stuff. And she was giving advice, and she just mentioned – that um, it's easy to get wrapped up and so cons- so consumed by, you know, what your friends are doing, your friends getting married, them moving mm-hmm. out, or, like, them getting new jobs, mm-hmm. or it may seem like they're on top of things, or they may know exactly, you know, what they want to do. Their life seems planned out, like, to the T. And sometimes mm-hmm. we may find ourselves sitting back and just kind of wishing that it was us instead mm-hmm. of them that had everything mm-hmm. yeah. uh, all wrapped up in a neat bow. But God's timing is absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. And everything's supposed to happen for a reason. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it might take us a year or two or however long to figure out things. But ultimately, we'll get there. And yeah. uh, this cliche saying, we've all heard, it's <laughs> not like the the path that you take it's the destination that matters the most and so yeah. eventually you'll get there and you know we get we get sad along the way and we may feel a little anxious or depressed or whatever the case may be we'll experience all those emotions but there is just a, a feeling of relief that you get from knowing that it'll work out um, and being in that is never easy. It's never mm-hmm. easy being in those really hard and, like, rocky situations. Mm-hmm. But you'll figure out why you had to experience what you did. And you'll, I don't know, be become a better person in the end of it. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to hold on to. <laughs> <now>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I need that reminder, too, for myself. 
I like that. I saw this video like on social media and it was like living your life in one thirds. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you heard, but it's like if your life is at least one third really great, mm -hmm. the other one third okay, and the other one third kind of low, you're actually probably doing relatively good. Mm -hmm. If your life was two thirds really bad and one third okay, that's probably not a good sign. And mm -hmm. honestly, it's not really realistic for our whole life just to be really great. Mm -hmm. So we're in, when we're, I'm in like a one third of like, <laughs> life is hard mm -hmm. and I'm not happy, <laughs> honestly. I just have to be like, okay, but in the bigger picture of my life, this one moment or this even summer or mm -hmm. however long it lasts, maybe even a year, yeah. is this really, is this the majority of my life or is it maybe just that one third? What, you're yeah. 25? I'm 25, 25 years old, yeah. 22, 24. 24. Yeah. Like, huh? <laughs> but We're in our life, I know, but like each, this stage of our life feels like, at least for me, mm -hmm. feels like the biggest stage. Yeah. And I said that five years ago. I probably said that honestly, even I've been, like, I'm excited now. Everyone's really happy for me. And I am very happy for myself that I, and thankful to God that I was able to get this job. But I'm also like seeing like, okay, all these new anxieties. Mm -hmm. But this is what I prayed for. Like I'm in the place where I prayed for and now I just have found also new anxieties. And it's yeah. like, for so long I waited for this moment. Yeah. And I'm already, I don't know, I have to put myself in the perspective of being in the moment, mm -hmm. being thankful for this moment, excited, like you said, for the journey and knowing that this was once my destiny, destiny, destination mm -hmm. that I was wanting. And now I have a new one to look forward to and just to take life into perspective. And I think surrounding your surrounding yourself with people that can mm -hmm. encourage you and remind yeah. you of the season that you're yeah. in, even just to be there. Like, I don't know. I feel like even when, cause we talked about weather, mm -hmm. like <laughs> the weather, I mean, I feel like a big part of that is your surroundings. Mm -hmm. Like when it's cold and it's dark yeah. and you feel like you're alone in your home, like that can be depressing. Yes. And I feel like it's surrounding yourself with people that can bring you that sunlight again. That makes yeah. you feel better. Yeah. yeah. So question, um, in these moments, are there specific things that you guys do to like keep yourself grounded? Like in those, in those moments, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like what are some things you do or what's something that you would do now, so to speak, if you were going through that really weird time or you might feel a little sad or down or whatever the case may be, what's something that you could do that would alleviate those feelings um I will say for me something I started doing actually recently is those like adult coloring books Ooh. um and the one that I have it's actually neat because it's like Christian so it's like bible verses in the coloring on the coloring pages um like motivational quotes um and so I've noticed that in kind of just sitting there and like you know, with the color pencil or crayon, it really takes you, it allows you to have a, a, some time to kind of just breathe and slow down. Um, and so, yeah, I, I noticed that, that kind of helps to center me. And another thing, man, when I get in those really low moments, it's so easy for me to self-isolate. Mm -hmm. So easy, which is, you know, the worst thing that you can do um, yeah. because I feel like it digs you in a deeper hole. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of being a little more like, vocal about what's kind of going on <laughs> whether that's me having whatever vent like session on mm -hmm. my little close friend story or just like I really want to get in a space of like reaching out more um, because I can be the type of person who 
you know, I try to kind of just figure things out in myself. Um, like the crazy thought of, oh, maybe I'm taking someone's time or maybe I'm burning someone, whatever. Just trying to like, you know, I got it. Like I can figure, figure it out, but never good, not healthy. And it's, so, yeah. It's kind of funny that you bring that up. <laughs> I'm only saying this. Oh, okay. One yeah. with the self-isolation thing. Yeah. I do that, but I feel like sometimes it's good for me to positively self-isolate just so that I can wrap my mind around what I'm feeling but then I also don't need to be so self-isolated that I you know don't reach out or whatever the case may be but yeah I was reading the devotion on the bible app three days ago what day was that 22nd yeah Yeah. Yeah. um but it was Galatians 2 6 and that verse just says help to carry one another's burdens and in this way you will obey the law of christ and the devotion was just about um defining what load and burden means and then also understanding that god put in place you know people friendships whether they're like romantic or just like platonic they we have therapists and just these people are support system he put those in place for a reason and so you have to remember that those are the people you can rely on. Like, that's your circle for a reason. They're there for you for a reason. And so understanding that there's a healthy amount of, like, open communication and, like, placing your burdens and, like, everyday loads on your friends but then also being respectful enough to know that they have their own Mm -hmm. issues. And so, like, finding that balance and figuring out that... um, yeah, it can help you in the long run. I definitely needed that just because I have a hard time with, you know, opening up and sharing with other people. Like, <laughs> what I, do you think yeah. makes us makes it hard though? Like, what do you think makes it easier for us to share it on our close friends, our spam accounts? Like, is it the feeling of being a burden to, if you reach out individually? Is it easier? I think it's reason? the feeling of being a burden, but then also feeling like I don't know me calling jessica Mm -hmm. feels different than you know posting for maybe like eight people because i'm not directly going to her if that makes sense so like (laughs) i feel okay just talking out into space less vulnerable i think it is and even but it's still kind of like you're still being vulnerable and it's a little more vulnerable because you're sharing it on the internet with like all these yeah. other people yeah i don't know you know, i don't really know how to i think i mean i can it. kind of relate to some of those feelings like yeah. i find for me it does kind of feel like you're just talking to space mm-hmm. right rather than feeling like you're singling yourself out right with one person and then you know i think for me just personally i'm i can be very perceptive and so sometimes, like, if I'm sharing something, I'll overthink because of what I, like, perceive. It may not actually be true, but I'll be like, oh, what are they thinking as I'm saying this? Or, like, what's mm-hmm. going through their mind? Or am I not explaining this right? Or all of those things. Um, am I but, talking about myself too much? Yeah, I'm talking like, about myself too much. That's what I think much. about all the yeah. time. Versus if I'm just talking out to, like, open space and, you know, whoever sees them and reaches out, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it's weird. It's it's very weird. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather just, like, 
I like to talk about my feelings and write them down, but I'd rather mm. just write my feelings down and close my journal and, like, <laughs> call it a day. Yeah. But that, I I have seen the negative effects that that can have when I'm just keeping it all. Well, not necessarily journaling because it helps, but me not doing both, not okay. journaling and talking, talking about yeah. it. I just never want to come across as, you know, someone who's only thinking about themselves, only, you know, reaches out to vent about their own personal issues so finding that good balance and I try to um in our podcast that we were listening to this morning the girl mentioned you know sometimes our friends become our quote-unquote therapist too or whatever the (laughs) case but um yeah I try to reach out and if I do then I'll be like oh yeah can you handle this right now or you know yeah, I'll see if they're in the mindset to receive whatever it is. To decode the message decode. I'm, yes. I'm encoding. What is that we learned in oh. um, public speaking? Communication is I, I, a form of encoding and decoding. And I took that, but your something. teacher must have, like... No, she was, dro- oh, she was going crazy. Like, oh. <laughs> 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 Yikes. No, but I think that just shows how important it is that the person can actually decode what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Especially because sometimes we're only texting or calling. Mm -hmm. And they say, well, from my speaking class, I remember, like, public speaking, they told us, like, I think 70% is Mm nonverbal. So it's like, if you're already only texting or only calling, maybe even FaceTime, but, like, you're already apparently missing so much of the communication. Mm -hmm. Then if the person doesn't really know you for who you are, so, like, maybe you say something and to anyone else it might sound... I don't know, like, when you talk to people that really know you, they can do that decoding. And Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about how you're coming across because they get it. But you're still going to be in your own own head. I get that for sure. Mm -hmm. But I really do. I think as I've gotten older, like... I, when I was younger, I really loved having a lot of friends mm-hmm. and being able to talk to a lot of friends about mm-hmm. a lot of things. Like, mm-hmm. I think I actually trusted people probably too much mm-hmm. because it felt nice to be able to have a lot of friends and to feel like they they wanted to hear what I said, they cared about what I said. But you can't do that with everyone, really. Mm-hmm. As, as good as it might feel, might feel validating in the moment. Like, yeah. some people want to hear the gossip of your life. Some people don't really know you well enough to understand and maybe misunderstand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So I think as I've gotten older, I really do value the smaller this circle is getting. And I still value having a lot of good people in my life, but mm-hmm. I definitely can count on one hand probably people I would actually go to for like the deeper stuff. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate those friends for sure. And I would say you two are definitely, definitely Stop. part of that. Yeah. But you know, as, <laughs> as long as we've known each other, it's yeah. still, we're, we're growing into people that we weren't, when we were younger. Mm-hmm. So I'm still relearning you both. Yeah. And that's still an interesting process because we went in different journeys when we went yeah. to college. And so it's like, I wonder how they're going to think of this or how they'll see this or will they get it. So it's it's still even hard, even with close friends, family. Of course. It's hard yeah. for me even because I guess they already have a perception of who I am. Mm-hmm. And to have to speak about something that they would probably never guess I'm struggling with. Right. Yeah. And to be that vulnerable, that's hard. It's very hard. Yeah, they still see you as a, you know, 12-year-old girl. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, no, I graduated from university. Like, yeah. I'm 22. I've seen and done stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I can sit at the adult table now. <laughs> adult table. Yeah. Um, but, Antonia, are there ways that you like to keep yourself, you know, grounded? grounded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are there anything that 
that come to mind? Yeah, and I'm going to say that, but I also just, for my, like, own two cents, I also want to say, like, I don't always do that, though. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's also, not okay, it's not okay, but it's, like, that's also real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm not always <laughs> grounded. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. I look back and I'm like, man, I wish I had implemented some of those things, but I didn't. And mm-hmm. now I have to learn from that the hard way because now I spent a lot of hours or days, whatever, how long it took, down bad. Mm-hmm. So... I do have ways, but then I also know I don't always implement them. They mm-hmm. say, like, counselors make the worst clients, just like doctors <laughs> make the worst patients, lawyers make the worst. Yeah. Like, I went to counseling a few times, and I was like, I was saying things that I knew as a counselor, I would say back to myself. Oh. And I was like, this is, like, <laughs> like, I don't know. So it's hard for me sometimes. I judge myself because, like, imposter syndrome, like Jessica mm. said, I technically know the ways that you should be grounded. Mm-hmm. I was teaching last year as well, and I was teaching my kids ways to be grounded and then wasn't doing the same for myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's hard knowing all of it and then be like, I know better. Like, I should be, the, I should be able to do this. Yeah. But in my ideal world, when I am at my healthiest or when I'm able to really be able to implement things that work for me, um, I really, there are like, like I said, that handful, and that might be even a stretch saying handful, but like people that I have to reach out to being like, I'm spiraling because I'm the kind of person that the longer I keep in my head, the more I overthink it, mm-hmm. the worse it gets. And I try to be cool about it, but it just never, it always just gets worse keeping it in my head. Mm. Um, so talking to those people, saying it out loud, having them just talk me out of sometimes the spiraling thoughts I have um, that can ground me. Um, distracting myself with even just a funny TV show, <laughs> just to just to at least get me to stop thinking so deep and heavy mm-hmm. and dark for a moment. Just yeah. watch some funny TV show, call up a friend or text a friend, talk that through. Um, and my relationship with God as well has mm-hmm. its ups and downs. If I was to be real, yeah. and in those darker times, I there are definitely been times where I felt this really close connection with God, where He's really there in my moment where I'm feeling really dark, and then sometimes I feel like I really am alone, and I'm mm. like, God, where are you even in this? Mm. And that's hard too. So, mm. um, when it comes to even my relationship with God, I'm I'm sorting through all of that when I'm trying to be grounded. Um, but I saw this quote recently. Someone sent it to me that was like. When you feel like God is hiding from you, just remember um, how it all began in the garden. Mm-hmm. The idea that they were the ones that were hiding and saying, where are you, God? Mm-hmm. And so just to remind myself that when I feel alone and when I feel like things are dark and I need to ground myself to challenge my thoughts yeah. um, to what I think um, is actually mm-hmm. true. Yeah. That's good what about you, though? You said journaling, right? Oh, yeah, journaling for sure. Um I do agree with the whole... I kind of overstimulate myself. I've noticed that I do that. And I saw a TikTok about this. I don't want to have too much. One. But I saw a TikTok and the guy was like, when I play a TV show, listen to background music, and get out my gaming system, you know, to like not think about anything, but then get so overstimulated that I can't sleep. It was a whole thing. Anyway, I definitely overstimulate myself at times to kind of <laughs> drown out those thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, TV, I... Mm, what do I do? Wow. Spending time outside mm-hmm. is yeah. another, another thing. Just allowing myself to be still and silent. Mm-hmm. Um, 
something simple like taking a shower yeah can help a lot fixing yourself you know a cup of tea and just like sitting and yeah i think tea is so beautiful because Mm -hmm. it's too hot for you to drink right away right. so you kind of have to let yourself wow, wow, wow. Yeah. i don't know just wow, like wow, slowly <laughs> slowly right. sip it and that yeah. gives you time to process whatever it is you're you're going through you're not forcing it mm-hmm. you know to happen all in one yeah. you know setting yeah. um yeah that those are a few things well how does because you you were asking about self-esteem right like mm-hmm. Do you feel like that will affect your self-esteem if you're not um, in a good headspace? Oh, that for you're sure. In a dark space that you're not able to even for like, sure. Even those simple things of yeah. taking a shower, yeah. uh, going outside, mm-hmm. putting on a nice fit, drinking yeah. your favorite tea. Like mm-hmm. those are actually the hardest to do when you are depressed. Yeah. And yet, yeah. those would be the things that would help depression. It's such a right. life is so. And self-care, <laughs> I don't like think that. should be like a luxury like it's oh it's so like yes you should have self-care days but I think that we tend to specifically designate Sunday to be our self-care day or like Thursday mm, when yeah. self-care should be a daily thing like yeah. we should always take even if it's five minutes for ourselves to just kind of decompress and you know allow our, our minds to like catch up with our bodies that should be a daily thing and Kind of holding on to that until we get to Sunday can be detrimental. But um, for the self-esteem thing, I do think that for me personally, and I'm sure a lot of everyone can relate to this, when we get into those darker moments, we start to second-guess ourselves, Mm -hmm. um, question if we're worthy enough Mm -hmm. to be receiving, you know, the blessings that we may want, um... Yeah, no, we can definitely spiral and go into an even darker place because we are feeling like we're less than or, um, yeah, we're just, we're not good enough. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I agree with that. Like, I, I think that it's good to have some type of, like, time every day to kind of have your little routine whatever you do mm-hmm. um because it's yeah it's just not sustainable mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to make it from sunny to sunday or from sabbath to sabbath like it's just not you, you can't live like that yeah um but yeah definitely in those in those lowest moments it seems like once you start spiraling it kind of just brings out just everything i remember one time it just over the summer it was I talked about before, but just so challenging. It really like brought up a lot of things as I was like working in my internship and what and whatnot. Um, it was a great learning experience, but definitely had a lot of times where I was second guessing myself. Definitely had a lot of depressive episodes, if we're just being honest. Um, but yeah, once you kind of get into like series of negative thoughts it just keeps going and going until it got to the point where I was like um like I asked myself like okay like what's making me happy let me think of of one reason like that I could be happy and when I couldn't answer questions of like Mm. being happy or like Mm -hmm. like you know my reasons of doing what I was doing just because like it was a requirement or just because I didn't want to let anybody else down but not really having that 
sense of like I'm doing this because this is what I mm. is hoping to bring to the world. It gets very dark because it's like, well, what's the purpose? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and sometimes it kind of like in hindsight, you can look at it and think, oh, well, it wasn't really that end of the world. Like I made it through X, Y, and Z. But in the moment, like, geez, <laughs> like it definitely rough, and it and it was also kind of reflecting me not. Um, taking care of myself too well um definitely stressed a lot um definitely my like which is ironic because I'm trying to be nutritionist but my nutrition was not good (laughs) not good sleep was not good everything I wasn't exercising as much as I wanted to I wasn't spending a lot of time outside because like when I would get off I would just want to just go inside eat watch something go to sleep Mm -hmm. um and so all of that like coupled together it was just so chaotic but a wake-up call to like you know reach out get help um kind of get back on the right track but yeah it was the summer was definitely a rocky one yeah, <laughs> yeah going through those sure. moments too can affect your relationships with other people as well like yeah you start feeling down and depressed and you notice that it's taking a toll on a relationship with your significant other or like your parents or your best friend or just things like that um yeah it can def- it can like i said affect all aspects of your life and start to make not just your emotional state worse but it can you know dictate how you start well dictate how you study and yeah. your work and yeah I was going to say, too, I feel like it's also very complicated. I know for me, like, as a Christian, and then coming to the terms, like, that I was depressed, and mm-hmm. then, like, seeing someone about it, and then saying, like, oh, yeah, that was depression. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes you feel like, like, man, does it does it make me seem as if, like, I'm ungrateful? Because looking at my life, like, mm-hmm. if I were to lay my life all out and look at all the components, like... You know, I, I, I have food, I have gas, like, mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I, I've never really been in one thing, I've had everything that I needed, but then still having that element of, like, depression. But it kind of shows that it's more than sadness. Yeah. <laughs> it's way more than sadness, it's way mm-hmm. more than just, like, stress. I feel like stress can tie into or exacerbate depression, but it's it's a very complicated process, and... You know, reminding myself, like, this doesn't make me a bad Christian um, was something that I really, like, had to do. Because, you know, something like, oh, did you pray about it? Prayed about it. Mm-hmm. Had devotional every day. Mm-hmm. Read text. Listened yeah. to music. But still, you know, feeling depressed. I mean, I would have moments where that would help. But then, like, the next day, it's just a mess. So, yeah. <laughs> It just kind of shows that, you know, of course, God is able to bring you peace and chaos. But then on the flip side, the same way we see a doctor about our physical health and and exercise and do these things for our physical health, it ties into our mental health um, as well as the things that, you know, that can help us. That God has allowed people to be gifted with skills um, and just things in life, like you're saying, nature or simple routines, whatever, that can kind of also help um, strengthen or quote-unquote work out our brain so that we're in good, a good mental health space. 
Yeah, I think self-esteem. Oh, I don't know. If you're gonna... All I was thinking is you can have Jesus and a therapist too. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you can have both. Yeah. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Yes, absolutely support that. Absolutely. Um, I don't remember where what this article, what the name of it was or where it came. It was online. Anyway, um, I was just going to mention that like self-esteem can be, you know, self-image as well. Oh, yeah. That's another. I think <laughs> we're like talking about self-esteem when it comes to feeling um professionally worthy if that makes sense like in your career and like in your everyday life yeah but um there's also the branch of self-esteem that surrounds self-image and stuff um but the thing i wanted to mention was just this um i guess a quote i don't really know anyway from the article the person said that we all judge ourselves more harshly than others and we hold ourselves against these standards um, from social media more than we do other people, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to, I guess, mention that and see if there was anything. Sheesh. I feel like I'm talking to touch on. No, you're here to talk, talk, girl. Like, just in all honesty and transparency, I'm just now liking my body image. Like, Mm -hmm. for every stage of my life, there's always been something Mm -hmm. that I was just like, like, this must be my thorn in my flesh. Like, maybe this is Mm -hmm. what God gave me to humble me. But no, but really, like, I, I can remember, like, back to like being maybe seven and eight and like you know I was a chubby kid mm-hmm. I literally there was literally someone in Walmart who they I guess they knew my mom maybe they were a patient of hers but they looked at me and they were like um like I guess it was a joke but it was really a harsh one but they were like how can you like your kid be like so fat? I thought you guys were vegetarian or something like oh something around that. <laughs> and then like later in the years, um, we saw her again, and she I guess was looking for the child that was like the fat kid. And I'm like, well, here I am. <laughs> but you know, I was like, I slimmed out, I got taller. Lady. But anyways, I was you know I, I remember being eight and being aware mm. of being like chubby and granted it didn't help because i feel like in the early 2000s the look was tall and very 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 skinny i mean this is the era of america's next top model right with tyra banks and so and then also having natural hair everyone had perms Mm -hmm. and i hated having my really tight hair it was really long my fro was awesome looking back i would be rocking that right now (laughs) but because maybe i did not see that um portrayed um, it just kind of tied into that. And then, like, when I kind of went through puberty and, like, expecting, like, certain things to, like, grow and develop into, like, looking like that woman. And mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, happening. I was like, okay, like, you know, where's, where are more of the curves? Where are more of this and that in this area? But, um, but yeah, I feel like just now. And then, act, oh, Lord. Acne was another thing because it was just like, it feels like every stage there was something that was very nitpicky about. Mm -hmm. And like now I'm really kind of trying to really just come to terms with loving myself more fully. Mm -hmm. Still having a lot of moments, but I don't know. For me, it's it's really been 
it's been a journey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been a big journey. And there's definitely the reverse to that without, like, invalidating yeah. your cool. feelings. But, like, being told, oh, you're so skinny. You're so, <sighs> you're so tiny. Like, yeah. here, I just feel like, oh, okay, yeah, haha, laugh it off. But, like, but, I don't want you to tell me that I'm bony. Like, right. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. That's yeah. not something that you want to experience. And, you know, we all get older and develop and stuff but like I'm still you know that tiny, <laughs> that tiny little Girl. person and like I've heard it even now as like a 22 year old and then you start to you know try to put on weight or you know work out more or yeah. eat a certain way so that you can start changing your body and I don't know you have to learn to do things for you and not just to change the way you look so that people perceive you in a different way mm-hmm. like I shouldn't start working out because you know I want a flat stomach and like Lori Harvey abs like that type of thing um yeah or like a, a big bottom like yeah. I don't know I didn't want to say Kim Kardashian because that's he's not, trying to take her implants yeah, out was, though yeah so true. like you see that's how much true. it changes yeah. <laughs> can't keep up yeah can't keep up with the Kardashians. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. There, there are many, many different sides to that type of trauma that you experience at a young age and yeah. that follows you into your adulthood. And then yeah. you start to try to ask yourself, okay, why am I acting this way in my relationship with other people? Like, why am I trying to find validation from this guy or girl, whatever the case may be? Or, like, why am I trying to meet their mold of what they want in, like, a significant other or, like, Mm -hmm. a friend? Whatever whatever it is. Um, Yeah, and you realize that it's because of what you have experienced at, you know, a young age and what you've allowed to kind of carry over into adulthood so yeah. a lot of relearning and relearning yeah and yeah. unlearning mm-hmm. yeah. and learning new again yeah mm-hmm. I think that's important too to realize that like this didn't just happen overnight these thoughts mm-hmm. like if I'm struggling with my body today it's not because just overnight this just came into my head right like <laughs> yeah. we like, I like how you ask yourself why and I think that's good for anything like if you really want to be self-aware and be honest about to yourself about yourself asking those questions as to why what is what are my thoughts driving behind this and getting deep about it and you can stem back to eight-year-old jessica or eight-year-old chelsea Mm -hmm. eight-year-old antonia whoever you are like there's it's taking us me 25 years Mm -hmm. to get to where i am and i'm still Mm -hmm. unlearning and relearning so like it also will take probably time too like i've created habits of thoughts i've created habits of what i want to look like and perceive myself to look to others so it's going to take time to also have to unlearn some of that and being gracious to myself when I am harsh on my own self because like the article said that you quoted Chelsea like the way I would talk to myself would never be how I would look at you guys you know like I would never but you know I'm and it's not because I'm conceited I would hope that's not the adjective I would use for myself it's just we just become really like I remember being a teacher last year and each kid is like so was so worried about what everyone else was thinking about that they're only thinking about themselves and each one of them are doing it so like none of them had time to be thinking about the other person like everyone thought they were i mean it's not just kids though but like it's sadder to see the kids doing it because i'm like dang like that was 
I know that's how I was, and mm-hmm. I'm 25 having to unlearn a lot of things. Yeah. And I, just, I think society plays a role. I think our upbringing plays a role. I mean, you know, those cliches, but really, mm. truly, like, it's time to unlearn. It's time to be gracious, to genuinely love ourselves, to just want to feel good in our bodies just to feel good. Like, yeah. if I'm working out, yeah, I want to honestly look good. Like, yeah. that's honestly part of it. I'd be right. lying if it wasn't, but I also just want to feel good. I yeah. feel mm-hmm. better when I work out and have a healthier snack maybe than eating a bag of Cheetos. And that's not yeah. because I'm, like, programmed my body. And it's okay if you eat a bag of Cheetos, too, yeah. by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's also fine. Yeah. But, like, there's just habits in life. Just, like, we want to talk good about our emotional sense, like, physical sense, too. And so yeah. I feel like even if you achieve that perfect body we're talking about self-image and self-esteem, yeah. you still might not be actually happy. Yeah. And so that's important to realize too. Like you're, if you're chasing a dream that's never really attainable mm. because it's not rooted in something that's actually sustainable, yeah. um, that's also hard too. So I'm trying to get to like you were saying about, I feel good now. I have bad days, mm-hmm. but I'm grateful that I am unlearning. That's, mm. that's actually good. I feel the unlearned. I feel it shedding, and I'm excited to see what the next 25 years of Antonia looks like. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a good place to stop. <laughs> I think Antonia just gave us the that's perfect the... closer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good to That was perfect, yeah. Um, yeah, there's not really much else to say. Thank you guys for recording this literally last minute with me. Yeah. <laughs> this probably won't Don't drop tonight. You. Probably drop tomorrow um, when I have some free time to upload and like add everything to it. But mm-hmm. I always ask the person or I personally share mm-hmm. um, a song mm-hmm. that I have been listening to a lot this week or just a song that pops up in your head. So we'll start with Antonia. Do you have a song? But... You know the song I've been listening to on repeat. <laughs> no. Um, so Golden Hour, if you haven't heard it, 10 out of 10 recommends. I don't know if his name is Jake, but it's like J-V-K-E. Golden Hour, very beautiful. But since we're also talking about um, body image, um, a song that I also listen to, it's not normally my type of music, my genre, but mm-hmm. um, Victoria's Secret. Have you heard that song by Jax? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, I, I'm recommending it to you, Chelsea, mm-hmm. and anyone else. Like this. Victoria's Secret, it's kind of in line of what we were talking about when it comes to self-image. Mm-hmm. Um, so you should check that out as well. I like that. Okay, Jessica, wow. do you have a song? Um, huh, um, I think in terms of, since the topic we were talking about self-image, the first one that came to my brain was Flaws by Kiara Sheard. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I think the lyrics are just beautiful. It just helps you be reminded that even in what we perceive as flaws, like there's still beauty in that. So I love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, I, there was another song in my head. Oh, there was. Well, this is not really on the same topic, but I'm I'm really a big Jacob Banks fan, and I started to listen to this song called Peace of Mind. It's not really a part of the theme, but anyways. <laughs> It's, it, I just like the vibe of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of more so like, I guess, kind of recentering yourself. In his case, it was like, I guess, after like a breakup or relationship. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's his lyrics to me were just very poetic. Yeah. Um, it's not really the song I 
wanted to share, but we're just going to leave I'm it gonna at that. I'm going to listen to it right now. <laughs> um, my songs don't really have <laughs> these full-on backstories that relate to <laughs> what we've been talking about. Um, my first Fine. one, Gospel by Brother Johnny McReynolds. <laughs> um, <laughs> Grace by Jonathan McReynolds yes. is a song that's been on repeat. Such a beautiful song. Super simple. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a great song. Listen to that if you haven't heard it. Uh, Speak by Janaiko. I hope mm-hmm. I pronounced her name properly. <laughs> and then the last one is Holy by Jamila Woods. Oh, yeah. I think I know that one. Okay, I'm going to sub mine one out just for this one because it's I love this one. Anyways, Ooh, it's called Never Gonna uh, Be Alone by yes. Jacob Collier because I'm a huge fan. And it has Lizzie McAlpine, we which I know Chelsea stands for Lizzie. <laughs> Lizzie, Lizzie and Lizzie. John Mayer is also in it, yes. too. So, yeah. But, yeah, Never never Be Alone. De- it's definitely one of those songs that I would play just to relax. Just to, It feels like a big hug. It mm. really feels like a big hug. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going to add all the songs that you guys said because I'm always loving... New yeah. music. Music is another way to keep yourself yeah, grounded. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, for sure. But absolutely. yes. <laughs> Thanks again, guys. I had yeah. so much fun. Hopefully, you know, we step away from this feeling a little better, a little yeah. more, you know, realigned, all that good stuff. But <laughs> to end it off, don't forget to restart, reclaim, realign, reignite, and reset. Yeah. Yay. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love you guys. Love Bye you guys. guys. Bye.